Welcome back to Never Too Serious with Scott and Dave. I'm Scott. And I'm Dave. Well, Dave, uh, episode 25, I want to say. Oof. Is that right, Mr. Producer? 25? 25 it up. is. Pretty good, huh? Yeah, that's like pretty close to 26. <laughs> that's true. Am I right? You are right. Oh, man. Yeah. Don't ever say that I think you're wrong. I like to show off my smarts once in a while. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, throw it out there. You get some mad counting skills, Dave. Thank you. <laughs> I tried to use. I tried not to use my fingers sometimes, and that was one of the times. <laughs> yeah, for the record. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I don't uh, see one finger in particular from you, Dave. I so, can count that one over and over and over again. <laughs> so, uh, you want to talk a little bit about uh, a little bit of Hollywood elite? Uh, I, I think they're rubbing you the wrong way. Is that right? Well, yeah. You know, in fact, you know, I hear especially from a lot of the Hollywood elites talking about privilege, you know, and, and it's not even just about white privilege, but it's, that is the big, uh, the big one, mm-hmm. but, you know, privilege in general and, you know, and it seems like, man, you know, the people that seems so privileged are those people that are standing on the taller soapbox and speaking out, using their privilege to be heard and, you know, make cultural changes, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, you know, one person that really was ticked me off and, and, and then it made me want to wish I would put a list down of all of the crazy Hollywood elites, not even just Hollywood, but you know, the type entertainers mm-hmm. or, you know, stuff like that. Sure. Um, you know, yeah. So what well, it was, uh, Demi Lovato, mm-hmm. if I said her name right, but she, is she, a, is she a musician? I don't even know. I know the name. I just don't. I think she's a musician, and I think she might have even been in a movie or two. Oh, okay. I'm not, but yeah, musician or okay. singer. Yeah, Ethan, maybe you can show me a picture. <laughs> so what what does she do? What? Well, unfortunately, she she had a, a fit. I don't know if it was on Twitter, but she freaked out about some frozen yogurt experience that she had, hmm. and um, and she was triggered because of, I think it was because of the the fat-free or the diet frozen yogurt that they had and because she has an eating disorder so she thought that they should cater to everybody's mm. her needs like like how dare her show mm-hmm. this this style of, of frozen yogurt that you have because it triggers them i'm like well mm. then you should be triggered by somebody that has the sugar in it you know somebody else is gonna be triggered like why even show up what do you expect from a show but anyways because of that you know she could affect that person's livelihood it's a small mom and pop place and so it was a big back and forth. I think she ended up, quote, apologizing. And then I think she even tried to say something like, like she donated money to it. And I thought that the place even said, no, she didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, she's just trying to make a, hey, everybody look at me, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it's almost all about. It doesn't seem like it's so much about even the messages they're trying to send. It's like, oh, I want to be important now. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody's paying attention to me. Like, Alyssa Milano seems like she wanted to be another privilege when she's speaking out against all the white privilege. Mm-hmm. In fact, there was a lady uh, who happened to be African-American and said, you are being exactly what you preach. You are what you're saying that you're, you're, you're telling us not to be. Mm-hmm. And, and they don't get it, you know? So, and, and you know, they, she gets to be, because believe it or not, it matters, but she has like a fan base and people that follow her and, and they like to listen to her mm-hmm. and because she, she might sound right. And, you know, same thing with her anti-guns. And 
when she goes anywhere, she has a group of people that carry guns around to yeah. keep her safe. And right. that's hypocritical. You mm -hmm. know, it really is. Yeah, I, I never really did understand that, you know, that area where someone could come in and they say, oh, yeah, well, we should outlaw guns and all this stuff. But then the people who are talking about it, you know, oftentimes are more elite people who have um, hired security. Right. They should just who, brag that you could afford somebody to carry it for you. I, I, mm -hmm. I can't afford that. I have to carry it myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's a struggle, you yeah. know? I mean, yeah. It's the Th same thanks thing. Thanks for that picture, Ethan, by the way. She's a pretty good looking lady. Yeah, she was. It's too bad that she's went non binary because she's crazy. She decided, I'm sorry, she just decided to be a very asexual person. You know? Oh, so she's no longer Can you find something, acting as a female? Something new. She came out as, I don't even know. I am sorry. I don't, it's probably I just don't follow what. Well, I mean, she's got some different mental struggles, it, it, it appears, according to all the different stuff that yeah. I've heard about her. Yeah, she's not as good looking there. But no, she is an attractive gal, and now she's one of the snaps to your mm -hmm. jacket, you know, just yeah. you know, to me, I'm yeah. sorry. Well, you know. so with uh, Alyssa Milano, I, I, rem I mean, I grew up watching her on Lisa Boss, you know. Um, bummer. Yeah, it would a bummer. But she does come out and say a lot of stuff uh, that I would tend to disagree with. You know, the gun thing is, is, is one of them, but it's... Uh, I don't know. I, I just think those type of people, they seem so out of touch with like how normal people live, you know? Right. I, and I don't know how they can, because of their fame, I don't know how they could be a normal person, you know? So, but the perspective to me, I don't, I don't really respect that much because they're giving advice to the everyday person That's and right. they don't live a life of the everyday person. And this is the culture to what they say. All right. Mm -hmm. And and I guess typical civilians um, will follow and listen, you know, mm -hmm. because nobody wants to do their own little research or look into what's, you know, mm -hmm. what's really going on or what the real story was. It's just that plan B over here said it and mm -hmm. and they'll just go with it. Yeah. You know, like my daughter, she liked this one rapper and, and um, he's an up and coming, I guess, rapper, but he's controversial. But he's not a mumble rapper, is he? no. Definitely not a mumble rapper, <laughs> but he's kind of political and stuff, and mm -hmm. and he's kind of a leans my direction on ideas, mm -hmm. and but I even though he leaned my direction, I had to have a talk with her about listen, just because he says it, and we agree with like it looks like ninety eight percent. He might say something else that we don't agree with. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that you agree with it. Yeah, it, you got to be okay with liking somebody and not having to agree mm -hmm. i know it's an old concept but you like them regardless or don't you know but you mm -hmm. don't have to follow what your fan just because you're a fan doesn't mean you have to believe in what they believe in and so mm -hmm. many people are impressionable mm -hmm. and and they will just follow what they say ethan can you look up on twitter i want to see how many followers uh, Alyssa milano has because i think that's her primary platform right is twitter sends out i think so stuff out of there um just don't subscribe from our... Oh, yeah. If you guys want to follow us on Twitter, we're at the NTS Podcast, I think. Uh, Alyssa Milano, yeah. At the NTS Podcast. That's us. Yeah, so you guys can find us on there. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, but I don't want you to subscribe <laughs> from our account. Thanks, Ethan. Um, but the so I guess my point here is all these people who are following these people, there's 
potentially millions of people who will follow someone like this and respond in kind. And of course there are some of us who will follow other people that we disagree and don't, you know, retweet their craziness. Right. But I don't know about this, this rapper, but you know, there are a lot of folks that just sort of, I almost look at like it's a cult, you know, where they have this following of people and it doesn't matter what they say or do, their followers are going to, um, you know, parrot what, what they say. Right. You know, it's kind of funny because years and years ago I had listened, it was, I think it was Craig the Dog Face Boy on one of our rock and roll channels. and oh, and, yeah. and I think it was Metallica came out with their newer sound mm-hmm. and I think it's after they cut their hair or something or, mm-hmm. and a lot of people were like oh I hate that oh, I hate it and then and he was like no you, well, you can't call yourself a fan and I didn't understand his argument I mean I understood where he was coming from the guy's like what do you mean like, and I agree with everybody else other than Craig the dog face boy he goes if you're a fan you like him no matter what you just mm-hmm. like him no matter what and I'm like man when I buy a CD or a tape at that time mm-hmm. you know <laughs> I would buy it for maybe one or two songs, and then I might grow to like half or most of them, Mm -hmm. but I never was guaranteed that I liked all the songs, nor did I ever feel pressure just because I'm a fan of theirs. I love Journey. That's how old I am. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean I like all of their songs, you know, but but that's the whole kind of concept of all those people kind of feel like that they got to, that's how impressionable they really are. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, and, and another big one was, and... I wish people could remember, but I'm not trying to get into the controversial part of it. But Colin, I'm going to mess up Kaepernick. his last name, Kaepernick. Yeah, you know, he said he was felt oppressed in the very beginning and stuff, and then his other his changing for you know uh, police brutality, and it, he ended up standing up for whole, all kinds of different things, uh, all said and done. Mm-hmm. But the big deal, or at least one of the main deals, when he first did it, was because of oppression. I thought that was really you know, um, kind of hilarious actually for me, uh, coming from a guy that makes millions of dollars a year, you know, and for him to have an avenue to become that, you know, mm-hmm. and to then some one person like that helped create a movement of, of people questioning the white people, mm-hmm. regular white people that love everybody. And now mm-hmm. that they have to answer not not like like you can't just assume that you're yeah not racist you actually have to let people know that yeah there's racist. a whole population of of people now that are deemed as racist even though it would be really hard to pin any any racial behavior right. on anyone well with colin kaepernick i mean i think he's a decent athlete i i don't know uh if he's really had much work since when he was what was it san francisco 49ers right qb for but uh and then again i haven't been watching a whole lot of sports but but i think that you know being in a position of popularity you know like the Alyssa milanos of the world which 3.7 million followers there's yeah, there colin kaepernick at 2.4 million followers right. I I understand that when you get elevated to a position where you're considered, you know, what they call an influencer, then your opinion matters to a lot of different people. Right. I get that. And I as as a human, I can understand utilizing that to to pursue whatever ideology that you want uh or message or whatever. But uh unfortunately, when they have that many followers, those followers don't necessarily look at that person as 
are, you know, are they qualified to make these statements? Are they qualified to um, establish this movement? You know, when they are like one of those elites out there who's totally disconnected from the everyday person. Right. And they're going to go out there and preach this message that I think can be very damaging right. to the majority a, of the it's population. It's a sense of privilege that they get to adjust culture, you mm-hmm. know, because of their, their, and, it, and, I, and I think it's completely fair to be able to have that relationship with people. It's just, um, you know, when you're angry, you could anger a lot of other people. When you're sad, you can make all the other people sad. You mm-hmm. know, they, they'll feel you and go with you on, and I think that there's a, um, be held responsible for, to a point of, I, mean, I know there are some mm-hmm. laws, you know, if you, if, if he created violence said, you guys go down there and start that on fire, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. You, you could get held accountable for who, that. Who but. said that? Was that, was, was that Sheila Jackson Lee? There was somebody I that can't remember who said burn relatively recently, mm-hmm. right? In the last few years that did that. Mm-hmm. And they, it was somebody that no, hands think, up, don't shoot people. Yeah, and and like else. the dad said, you go down there and, Mm-hmm. Tear it all to hell, and I think he got in trouble because he he was actually in, inciting inciting mm-hmm. the group. Yeah, there's a, a certain limitation on free speech when you start actually inciting. That's I was uh, going to point that out. Yeah. Like like I can't remember what it's called, but it's like you can't yell fire in a in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what some of this could potentially be, especially because there's I mean? so much sensitivity right right, now. and and that's. It, I mean, in, almost in a bigger way, you mm-hmm. know, this is bigger than that. But it, it's not, it doesn't, when you talk about it, it isn't perceived as yelling fire in a movie mm-hmm. theater. You know, there's another gal. You should look up this one. I want to, it was Cardi B. I've heard of Cardi B. Why is that? Skirt. I don't know. <laughs> you're going to, you're going to reference stuff that I don't. No, oh, you haven't heard Cardi B then. <laughs> I, I could get I get her sometimes messed up with eighteen million followers. There you go. Oh my gosh. So Cardi B is privileged enough. She's the WAP girl. Hmm. Remember the WAP? Are you not in with WAP? No. Oh Scott. Is this like mumble rap? No. <laughs> they dance the WAP. Uh, Ethan, mm. producer E, do you? Remember, it was like the Golden Globe or the Oscars that they produced and they did the WAP. Mm. And this is what a family show and WAP, you know what it stands for? Mm-mm. You have to educate me here, Dave. It's a wet ass kitty cat. Oh, that's what it means. Yeah. Oh. And, and it, it's been, actually has been quite a big deal. Uh, it's, it's, a, mm. it's settled for quite a while. But this is is what our kids are following, mm-hmm. and I wanted to point out how many followers she has because it's a few. And she started becoming political and saying stuff, which all of her, a lot of her idiot followers. I'm not going to say they all are. Mm-hmm. I could I could probably get close, but um, you know they all are well following her. Mm-hmm. And mind you, and she's privileged enough to where, um brag about her upbringing she used to be a stripper and then she used to pretend that she was a hooker mm-hmm. and take men back to the you know um the hotel or a place and drug them 
mm. and steal from him. Oh. But she would act, mind you, that's a story she told. And oh. you can look it up and listen to it. And she doesn't get a due time. You know, Bill Cosby, he's doing time. Oh, sure he is, yeah. He didn't have as many followers, you know. But I'm just saying. I wonder how, uh, is he on Twitter? Uh, <laughs> what's, uh, did Cardi B, was it 18 million followers? I thought that I saw it a little bit earlier when you were yeah, I think flashing that's what through you, you stuff. Had. Yeah, yeah, 18.2 million followers. Uh, so so she admits to drugging dudes and robbing them. Right, but but mind hmm. you, she wasn't a hooker. She was just pretending to be a hooker. She was a stripper at the time. Yeah, so she but could pretending, steal. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's drugging and robbing them. I mean, there's... Sure, some, that's and, illegal behavior. And, and that's a sense of uh, privilege that to be able to be in a position to sit there and brag, but she had to do what mm-hmm. she had to do. That's just how it had to be. Mm. So wow. does that mean that I could go do that just to get a little ahead? Yeah. Just to get a little ahead. Ahead. Um, mm-hmm. To, um, yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so funny. Um, you know, and, and then go, whoa, 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 you know, Cardi got hers. Mm-hmm. You know, I just need a little bump this week. I'm having it rough. Mm-hmm. So, I well, don't... so let me, is she, was she like a, a guest judge on one of those, con- like, contest um oh like an american idol yeah <laughs> yeah was she she oh man she might have filled in i don't know i'm if wondering if keep, that's where i remember i don't know if she her. could keep her mouth pg really really mm. i mean her latest song was wop no. i mean i'm sure that was a big hit for her too it was a huge and controversial mm-hmm. and, um because especially when the, i'm going to get this wrong but she had it played at some award show mm. um Hmm. Well, so, yeah, I, I don't, I mean, you know, I don't spend much time thinking about Hollywood people, you know, and Cardi B is probably, I only hear her name once in a while when folks are, well, generally it's those high school kids that I coach, <laughs> they talk about her, but I think, you know, Ethan, look up uh, Ben Shapiro, I want to see how many followers he has, because I think about the... You know, of course, there's this extreme side. And then let's go to the other side. Now, I don't think Ben Shapiro is extreme. So he's got 3.4 million followers. You know, I'll listen to him and 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 get a, a very different perspective than what I'm seeing in a lot of other places. Right. And, and he's like, you know, not a... Um, I mean, he's kind of... Yeah, he's an influencer, but he's really... He's more of a political you know opinion. influencer right. yeah he's he's not a, a pop culture influencer right and he has a lot of followers mm-hmm. cardi b is so that's what was such a big deal to also and this is even before the 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 wop mm-hmm. fun um but i believe that she was a bernie fan mm. and you know having her sticking up and just saying it was absolute bs it was you know, the land of lies during the whole run of Bernie and then all these people of mm-hmm. stretching the truth. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's like, if there's 18 million, you know, damn well, 9 million are going to 120% believe what she has to say. And I'm being mm-hmm. nice, I'm sure, mm-hmm. you know, like, and so she's just helped spreading the, the lies, you know, and, and it's such a, a lot of these people, the elites are, are, you know, they don't understand how privileged they are where that they don't need know that they have to apply restraint, you know, mm-hmm. to know that they could affect so many 
you know, people. Yeah, I wonder if they just do that stuff on purpose. I, you know, I know that I, I strongly believe that they do, but I'm trying to be, you know, somewhat. Ethan, look up um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I'm wondering how many followers, because I, you know, I'm a big fan of of his his work. I'm not a big fan of his politics. There you go, 15 million followers. Uh, but you know, if he ran for president, guess what he would be doing? He would just be like looking behind him. What am I doing? What am I doing? What mm-hmm. am I doing? And they'd just be handing him what to do. Mm-hmm. And it sucks because he's a good guy. I think he's a good human being. Sure. Yeah. I, I just, I don't think it's, I don't know. Again, you know, I'm a libertarian. I like personal responsibility. Right. I like freedoms. I don't want the government telling me what to do. Right. But likewise, I think that a lot of folks who okay. are in these, yeah, there's Kevin Hart. I like his comedy. 36 million, almost 37 million followers. I don't know what his politics are. And to be honest, I don't want to, some of these folks like, you know, The Rock, I, I don't want to listen to any of their political stuff because right. I don't want to taint the, That's right. you know, my, my taste for them. I don't want them to be Robert De Niro, who he is today. Yeah. Robert De Niro mm-hmm. murdered his shows i cannot see anything Mm -hmm. but a raging madman yeah um so here's here's somebody that's not you know a sports person or a movie star Mm -hmm. this one was nancy pelosi and there was a certain Mm. part that stood out for privileged times for for starters i think i wrote it down she is worth 120 million dollars net worth Mm, wow that's pretty amazing being that you know she makes 174 thousand a year so I'm just saying. Yeah, she's just a politician. Right. Yeah, how do you make that kind of money making, was it 100 and what uh, then, a year? You know what's so funny about all of these people? Find out how many books they sell. Mm. Every single th- time they go, well, where do they make their money? Well, they wrote a book. Mm. Let's go see how much money they really made on that book. I just mm-hmm. swear it's just getting laundered through their booking scheme just to make it sound like they have a, a way of saying where they made their money. But but what what got me was is this is near the beginning of of uh covid i believe and she's talking about how difficult it is her with her being in lockdown and mm-hmm. she had like thirty thousand dollar fridges and in this thirty thousand dollar fridges she had probably 12 grand worth of ice cream in it. i mean oh some expensive God. stuff and she's just saying you know how how hard and difficult it is for her while showing off just in that one picture, you know, like 50 grand, 60 grand worth of stuff, you mm-hmm. know, and just in the one picture of Jeez. while she's trying to make it sound like she's reaching out to the American people. Like, me too, man. I'm struggling mm-hmm. too. Kind of like Ellen DeGeneres, mm-hmm. who she did her, you know, I feel like I'm just caged inside, like a, in prison here. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to guess in a probably at least a 6,000 square foot mansion, you know, that she lives in her big home that oh, she I'm lives sure in. It's bigger than that, yeah. And, yeah. And she's, you know, having it rough, you know, I mean, it's like mm-hmm. her and Portia. Yeah. Where they probably have everything brought to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, these celebrities, you know, they have to give an appearance of connecting with their, their fans. They're, you know, the normal human beings out there. And, you Kamala know, Kamala Harris, 18.4 million followers. You know, for me, it's not that they have the Joe Biden. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They're blind. Uh, for me, it's not that I'm upset that these people have money to do that stuff and mm-hmm. be living in that way. It's that they have to, they're on a platform and they're talking about how hard it is when 
they're supposed to be entertaining us, bringing us up where the person's actually watching them are the ones that have really have it hard, mm-hmm. you know? And think about those, uh, the, the athletes out there, you know, the, the LeBron James of the world, you know, there's a guy who seems disconnected from the everyday person and the stuff that he says about China and, you know, his, some of these Marxist books that he reads, I, I, I just kind of wonder why is it that the everyday person listens to anything that they have to say in these particular areas? Right. I mean, like if you, if you start talking about, you know, his work ethic and the things that he does in the court, the training that he does and, you know, that makes complete sense. He seems like he would be a pretty uh, legit source for good information. Sure, in that area. absolutely. But guess what? He's probably the same kind of guy that will be like, you know what? I wouldn't go for the left artery first. I go with the right one. You know what I'm saying? You know, open heart yeah. surgery. You probably still <laughs> think he has a say. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And with his power, you know, the surgeon would be like, thinks, okay, okay, all right, I'll give it a shot. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. just because of he has that. Because he was, he was another one that that I thought man is a little over overprivileged to where he throws out his opinions about a lot of this racial violence that we have mm-hmm. before he even knows anything at all and creates an upstir mm-hmm. and and then he's like oops my bad I was wrong it's like well you you just already did it you, you know so there should be some mm-hmm. yeah that's the yelling in the in the you know yelling fire in a movie theater kind of a thing. Ethan, scroll down a little bit. What what uh, some of the things that he's been saying? Yeah, I don't. It, okay, that's enough. I don't need yep. to see him dance. Um, yeah. all right. And this is another reason why I don't he follow these, these people, man. right? I uh, I just kind of struggle to think any <laughs> any celebrity has much that I can connect with. So here, here's the one that. I, I, well, I'll just say, so I was going to say, who knows? So here's another one, that, um, uh, very, very privileged person or uses his, uh, used his fame privilege to do odd things. Was, if, if you believe the stories of Michael Jackson, you know. About kids and stuff? What? Is that the story? You had something going on with kids? Uh, that's what I heard. So, um... Yeah, Michael Jackson, being that he had the power that he had, it seemed like the parents even knew that he was perhaps doing some odd things with kids and still would bring their kids over knowing about it, too. Mm-hmm. And it was like, man, that, that, that's, that's uh, abusing your power is what it is. But, you know, I, I, I still chalk that up to, as to as a certain type of privilege in this country. And the elite think that they could get it, excuse me, and the elite get away with so much because of their power you know, and I, fame. It's, Michael Jackson's one of those people that, uh, you know, I grew up thinking that, you know, he was this amazing pop star or whatever. And he started to get kind of weird, you know, as I got into my more adult years. And, and then it got to a point where we, you know, they start making movies about you know, Neverland Ranch and, you know, Macaulay Culkin's talking about different stuff. And I kind of just got turned off by the the idea of what he may have been. Right. Um, because I, growing up, I thought that, you know, he's a music star, the king of pop, you right. know, and, and I didn't want to lose that image in my head. Although it's the same thing, you know, when you're talking about Bill Cosby, I didn't... I, 
from what I understand is the stuff that he did is disgusting and, and horrible. And I still, in my head, I don't want to hear too many of those things because I still have the old Bill Cosby comedies, oh. you know, on my computer at home that were hilarious. Right. Uh, I used to love, you know, watching, you know, the Cosby show and, you know, the, I couldn't relate to the Huxtables, but, you know, I still enjoyed and could appreciate the show. I know they were too high class for me. Yeah, right. But, but I agree. We, my family, we loved him and, and my wife and I, we went and got to go when it, when he came into town, we went to go see him uh, stand up and he was awesome. And mm. we felt, you know, I, um, you know, we felt like we had a connection with the guy, you know, because he is a special guy and, and, um, it's unfortunate that we all have our, you know, sicknesses and some of them are, are over the top and some of them just get caught. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we have your, another one was <laughs> depending on how bad you want to talk about people and, and using their privilege is Harvey Weinstein, Oh yeah, you know, uh, using that power against uh, so many people, but you know, well, and he just somehow was able to get connected with all these political figures and all these influencers. And then I think put them in positions where they, were kind of owned by him and what he knew backbends and yeah yeah <laughs> some real positions but literally it it's it's uh but it's crazy cuz of course you know about all that stuff but for it, how bad it has to be for it to actually come out mm-hmm. you know it's got to be beyond disturbing for cuz you know that industry they keep it pretty well quiet for the most part mm-hmm. you know and uh um the when it comes out, you know it's bubbled way over. Yeah, well, yeah, with like Bill Gates and his divorce with connections to Weinstein, or yeah. not Weinstein, but Epstein. Epstein. Yeah. Oh man, I tell um, you, I knew it was going so, to get juicy. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. We'll hear more about it, but um, you know, a couple other people that I think are have, in my opinion, used their their fame to, I think, do some positive things. Um, I'm not. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Sometimes I I kind of I I kind of stray away because I'm an old white dude, so I kind of stray away from a lot of the racial stuff. And you know, I have an opinion, and we'll do, probably do a show at some point down the road on on race and what's going. on. Oh, you on. mean our last show? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, but th- there are there are some some folks out there that I think are um you know, are influential in areas that I think I can respect. Uh, Dave Chappelle is one of those. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if I agree with his politics. I don't know if I agree with everything he says, but he, listening to him talk, in fact, he was just, uh, I think he was on Joe Rogan's podcast recently, and listening to, you know, their their experiences kind of going through the, the comedy industry together and then going beyond that with the Chappelle show and you know, other experiences that they had in sort of this celebrity uh, phase of their life. But there's some practical stuff there. There's a, a lot of talk about working really hard, you know, things that I think the young people need to listen to right. and and consider what their future uh, could hold by following some of this, some of these experiences that these other guys have had. Right. You know, another one I really like is uh, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Yeah, I've listened to some of his stuff, and he's he's a pretty bright guy. I think he's probably leans a bit more conservative. I think that Texan in him comes out, 
in the advice that he gives. But he's a guy about personal responsibility and right. uh, doing things that will get you closer to a goal and, um, you know, uh, all about, you know, working hard and doing the right thing, not just going out and doing this kind of stuff that a lot of these other cele- celebrities talk about, which are, seems to be very demeaning, disrespectful to uh, the different genders out there. Absolutely. And, yeah, there he is. No, I, I like him too. You know, he's a guy that I worry like, oh no, 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 don't, don't, don't come forward. I don't want to freaking hate you, you know, yeah. I, mm-hmm. and it's not, and again, I don't care about understanding whether you're liberal. I just assume they're mostly all liberal, mm-hmm. you know? Sure. But what I have an issue with is when example is Robert De Niro taking his soapbox up and calling us all racist, you know, and he does mean me directly and liber- liber- literally. Mm-hmm. That I'm a racist, you know, pile of crap. And, you know, he's just, I'm not taken away from his beliefs, but he's just, he was just so outspoken now that I can't see him any other role but that when I watch him. Mm-hmm. Like Meet the Fockers or whatever, though. Yeah, Meet it's hard Paris. to watch those old ones. It's like, oh, that's such a good show. But I really don't want to watch him because he was just so over the top that now that's all I think about. It, it affected his you know, his ability to cloak into it or, you know, morph into another character, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise is another one of those, you know, cause he's crazy. Um, but I Scientology really, did it for me on that one. Yeah. He just went bad <laughs> right. shit on, yeah. On crazy. But it, he's, I really enjoy his movies. I think he's just a, does a fantastic job. He does. I just have like one of his movies will come out and I, and I'm never in a mood for a Tom Cruise movie, mm-hmm. but I'll wait and wait. And by the time I end up watching, go, man, that was a good movie. Cause it's always, mm-hmm. it always is a good movie. Yeah. It's just, I have to, I know you got to separate some of the personal stuff. That you have to do. be in the right mood for it. Mm-hmm. But some people I really like even Liam Neeson, I had an issue with him and I liked him a lot. And I like some of his movies. I will say he's pretty much the same guy in every movie. <laughs> his, Think about ac- it. his accent slightly changes. Yeah, but. slightly. Um, <clears throat> but when he came out after he's making all of his millions on, on making movies, per, you know, with him having to use a gun for protection, came out against mocking us civilians and our gun ownership. And, um, and and if I'm correct, I think it was SIG that was used in some of these movies, and, and I thought that they said, we're not going to sponsor any more guns mm. that he's going to be in, because he's just a, a hypocrite, you know? Mm. Sit there sipping your coffee, talking crap about us. Yeah. Knowing you're making millions off of, you know, it's like sitting there being a drug dealer going, these fools are doing all the drugs. Like, man, you're making it for them. Right. You know? Well, I do kind of wonder about those, you know... It, Think about it for me. If we did have, you know, a variety of sponsors that, you know, we could choose from, even if we didn't, if it was just a very small number, I I wouldn't go with a sponsor that I, that I didn't believe in. You know, when these guys are doing their movies and they are, you know, they're obviously shooting guns, they're, they're snorting coke off a dead hooker or, you know, whatever it is, um, you'd think that if their personal beliefs were in contradiction to their on-screen uh, persona, that maybe they wouldn't do those movies. I get getting the paycheck, but at the same time, you know, even a small show like ours, if if we had a, you know, a sponsor that was in 
you know, contrast to our beliefs. I oh, would, I'd, sell, I'd have I'd to sell I'd out d- for a moment. <laughs> Show me that paycheck. I'm signing a dot. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, okay. I'll be the gay one. I'll be the gay one. <laughs> Whatever it takes. <laughs> I just think that in those scenarios, I, I would, I would probably keep with my own belief system and not, and not take the dollar. Use the, use the option while you have it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there could be a time where you just won't have any options of what you're going to support or what you're going to promote. Mm-hmm. So, well, and I wonder about these people in in their opinions potentially changing. I was listening to um, Christy Alley, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I, I just randomly came across she was doing an interview with uh, Tucker Carlson on his new show, and she was talking about when she was doing Cheers that. You know the variety of people on the show. They had different political beliefs, and and sometimes it was like you could tell who was the the conservative of the of the group, but it didn't really matter at the time. Like she's like, you know, sure, people have their difference of opinions, but everyone still likes each other, and there's right. never any animosity. And she had admitted that she had voted for Obama twice, and then um, ended up voting for Trump, and of course got vilified. Because mm-hmm. she voted for Trump, and now listening to her speak, she does have some conservative uh, oh, yeah. values. Yeah. But she was making the point that there was a day in Hollywood where it didn't really matter; people would still get along and and you know work together. And now she says it's like you admit to a conservative value, and you're like blackballed. Only time it mattered is when you went to the voting booth. That's mm-hmm. when it really mattered. Mm-hmm. The conversation wasn't so out in the open all the time. I mean, yeah, there was, but it's the stakes seem so much higher now than it mm-hmm. was during that time, her time, that time era. Yeah. It seems. Maybe it was just as, you know, out there then, but just less people. It just seems like that it's everyday life now, you mm-hmm. know. It's the name that, you know, around the dinner table that everybody knows of, you know, politics. Mm-hmm. We all are from, from a... I don't remember how young that kid was, but the three third grader, third grader that went in front of some place and was talking about masks in the school, you know, and even the third graders are involved in the politics. Oh, you know? sure, yeah. So it's just it's um that concerns me, you know. Uh, what's the producer Ethan um, on Twitter? Uh, Gina is it Car- Carano? I don't know how to say her last name. Oh yeah, 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 Carano. I think that's how you say it. Yeah, so she, uh, UFC, UFC fighter, mm-hmm. was uh, on the um, Star Wars. Help me out with the the name of it. Uh, yeah, Mandalorian. There mm-hmm. you go. Thank you. And uh, and then Disney cut her because she had made some uh, controversial comments about. I think it was was it gender? Are you chewing on ice? Is that what's going on? Sorry, <laughs> trying to cool down. Yeah, it's She's that, a little bit attractive. It's that. Uh, it's, it's that gin and tonic, Dave. It's tasty, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's not Gina Carano. Um, she is. Uh, yeah, she's she's an attractive woman, uh, but she's a conservative. It turns out, and uh, I guess Hollywood doesn't like her because of it. Right. And why not? Yeah. Why not? Hmm. But I think that the. Because of it, she's also getting attention in other ways. Like she's got some influence now in the in the conservative area because of it. So you know, 
I guess the way I look at it is you'll find your group. Yeah, as long as that group is still allowed to be around. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of push to extinguish that one side or the other. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it. that's that's where, it. you know, talking about the privilege of, you know, the elites or the the rich that, and obviously they get affected by stuff too, but, mm-hmm. you know, that they have an ability to change our, they are a culture, that's what we watch all the time and listen to all the time, and they have the ability, you know, like example, um, it was Barack Obama that had 130 million followers. Yeah. So when he's, he gets up there and makes fun of somebody or even states a fact about something, it's heard. Mm-hmm. And, and if it's just a fraction of half of them, that's a substantial amount of people, mm-hmm. you know? And um, it's such a big deal to, I feel that even though we have freedom of speech, I think there should be some understanding, what, you know, how effective your your voice can be negative and positive yeah and that's where i go back to the individual responsibility you know you can follow because you know i i follow some folks on on twitter that i disagree with bernie sanders i follow and so he's got a lot of followers but for me you know i i i hope that i'm using some sort of logic and reason when i'm considering what he's saying and i don't just suddenly believe that we need a 15 dollar minimum wage and free college and all this other stuff well, if you keep wants. listening to it that you might get the full brainwashing well sure you gotta be careful yeah well I you don't know when it's the, actually occurring that's where those that cult following starts to come in if you start you've already had you to worry a few it. times i'm <laughs> like oh man we're losing him he's eroding hmm <laughs> Yeah, you know, I like to listen to a lot of different sides, but I think when it comes to the celebrity stuff, I really struggle with taking much of it seriously. Yeah, the only reason why I do is because I know they're so influential. Mm-hmm. I, I I wish they weren't. I wish people would look at them as literal entertainment. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when I watch, I don't know, um, it could be uh, uh, Finding Nemo, you know. I don't mm-hmm. look at what the dad says as, uh, <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know, as rule for the, you know, my life. You know. Although I have run into some of those problems watching some of Netflix stuff because Netflix, they seem to have a lot of more left-leaning entertainment and messaging. It's it's really sad. Amy was just, my wife was just talking about that they were trying to watch some show and I, who cares? I thought it was on Disney, but it may not have been, mm-hmm. but I'm sure it's everywhere. But, and sure enough, it, it has talks about what's going on in the world. And so they went back and started watching like Sister Sister, some older shows, mm-hmm. which had none of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it, it didn't specifically like you could t- you could hear this new stuff with kids, and they know they're talking about the last president. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't even need it. Why? Why are you? I mean, I know mm-hmm. I could guess why, you know, but we just want simple, fun, good humor. We have to have real humor, not. Because that's that's all part of the brainwashing, you know. To me, is mm-hmm. is that's all part of it. Yeah, indoctrinating your kids to think one way or another. Especially when you're leaving it up to other people to raise your kids. You know, throw them in front of the TV or Netflix or YouTube. And well, the Looney Tunes did try to make sure that I knew that Hitler was bad. Yeah, <laughs> I seen a lot of Looney Tunes that had you know beaten up on Hitler. So that mm-hmm. was that was that was a good message. Yeah, I that's guess. probably good. But yeah. you know, it was a little bit. I guess it didn't take. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of uh, Hitlerish people out there. Yeah, these days. we still have Nazis. Still exist. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Herschel Walker, I saw his name pop up there. Um, another sports guy, uh, and I don't know what his political beliefs are, but I've heard some comments from Charles Barkley and how ridiculous, you know, cancel culture is and some of the racial stuff. And, and I don't know where he stands in a lot of these areas, but, um, but he cracks me up because he's willing to say some stuff that is obviously not kosher with. You're talking about Barkley? Mm-hmm. Yes. He, he's said a lot of things like essentially been about fair play, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't think that's him, Ethan. Yeah. Cause he's, generally speaking a charles barkley should have more than eight thousand followers (laughs) that's another problem on twitter you just never know i think it's just family members yeah (laughs) yeah yeah who knows if he's even on there but uh, but you know listening to some some people be outspoken that goes against the grain of what you would expect on some of these shows and he cracks me up I think yeah. he's got some funny stuff to say about I, I'm, race. I, you know, I'm the guy that also gets frustrated when I hear all these people that are against a lot of, you know, what our constitution stands for, mm-hmm. and they use their platform to to crap on it and push socialism and stuff. I'm still the the same guy that when I hear, I'll just use one guy and just just out like James Woods will pop up and mm. say something, and I'm like yeah go buddy go you know because i get excited i'm like you know here i just got excited that one of my guys that have some popularity spoke out mm-hmm. you know so i could i could get caught up on the other side is, of it too. is james wood still alive i haven't seen any movies from him no right? I, he, he's it's because he's more political now like he's yeah, gonna he's be in any movies right yeah um you know i gotta tell you this mm-hmm. is really sad for me um uh the whole issue with um Roseanne mm. Barr. I don't know what her last name is these days. I don't know what, is, what her last but, name is. You know, she said something jacked up, which I, I think that I can't say I could care less, but I, I'll just say I could care less what she said. We've all said jacked up stuff. Everything is forgivable, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and she's the one that created that show. And then she mm-hmm. said something jacked up, and they all bailed on her. And just and call it the Connors now. Yeah, and it's funny because she's not right leaning. It's just that the left has gone so far left. It's left her in a position now, which makes her a little bit more like old school Democrat, mm-hmm. which is right leaning yeah. these days. Yeah, not far enough left. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and just the other day we saw how woke the Connors have turned out. Like their new their new um, ad or whatever you know, icon has all of them. Now they're all wearing masks, you know, it's mm. like, you know, you guys sold it all just for another Did, paycheck. Have you seen that show? I watched very little bit of it, mm-hmm. especially after they left and they kept going. I'm like, screw you guys. Yeah. You know, I love all of them and stuff, but I think that they should have supported her, mm-hmm. whether you feel like you need, I mean, you got to stand for something. I can't remember what she said. Was it a racial thing? I something can't about it, but okay. oh my gosh. I mean, I know I've said in, joking i've said worse stuff than she has said you mm-hmm. know and and to be fair i'm sure she said way worse stuff especially in her stand-up comedy mm-hmm. era than that you know and they're just holding her to this because she was still too left too mm-hmm. right yeah. you know from them and she was a pain in the butt about an outspoken but yeah i didn't i, I didn't end up watching the connors I, when when roseanne was on the air originally um 
I think it was too. Uh, it, I mean, racy is not the is not the word, but I, like my parents were not into watching that show. I, I think it was. I don't know. I, I just my parents just didn't think it was an appropriate thing for us to watch. And it was too uh, realistic. Yeah. Well, That's maybe. one thing for me is I thought it was, it was realistic. I thought the racy part the, like, like that was more of what happened to a typical ha- household throughout the U S believe oh, it or not. Right. And, you know, it wasn't like a um, married with children. <laughs> now that, you know, but that still had its place, oh, but yeah. good luck playing that now. Mm-hmm. How, how did that not get blacklist and go backwards and then tear that apart? You know, mm-hmm. it should never be allowed now to be played, period. That was a, yeah, I mean, that show was something else. <laughs> still I'm going gonna, gonna to have to go back and watch some of those. And I'm telling you what, it is absolutely freaking hilarious. Mm-hmm. It, I don't care. I don't care. You know, when, when Al sits there and he's trying to do shoes and he's calling it a hoof because it's a big gal, you know, mm-hmm. it's fire. It's freaking funny. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not going to, yeah, you I, can't get away with it. How about this? You push play. I can't help what I laugh at. You can't change that in me. Mm-hmm. You know, it, maybe it's that, I don't know. That's, that's that built in chip, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. cultural, well, cultural, pro, Pre-creational digestion system. <laughs> digestion system. I don't know. Well, right. when uh, Christina Applegate, she uh, she was in Anchorman. Oh, that was hilarious. You know, because there's you know the old you know seventies sort of person. You know, the news crew from the seventies and the stuff that they said and did totally inappropriate. Sweaters they but, wore absolutely yeah, inappropriate. You know the. <laughs> Time to musk up, you know. There's some really funny parts in there, and it's, I mean, most people find that kind of stuff offensive if you if it's out in the open, but you can get away with it in some cases, those type of movies, you know. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. You know? Definitely had some out, laugh out loud moments for mm-hmm. sure. And I will tell you, it's hard to put a movie on and get anything funny and humorous out of it these days. Especially when you go, oh, Cause polit- you, that's political. That's yeah. really freaking, uh, you know, gen- or unique, you know, good mm-hmm. move there, you know. Not- yeah, that's where I kind of struggle. Again, I try and separate those those two things out. And there are some people that I just don't want to know what their political beliefs right. are because I still want to enjoy their movies. I, I really like the Adam Sandler movies, you know, Chris Rock and, you know, that, that, that crew of, of Me guys. Me too. I wish... I can remember, but I just watched an Adam Sandler, not just, but like with, like a month ago, mm-hmm. I think Amy went out of town and I'm like, oh, I'll put on a show and I'm watching it and I don't even think I finished it. I was like, that was terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was Adam Sandler movie. I'm like, oh. Was it uh, on Netflix? It had to have been. Mm-hmm. I don't that's, that's a good guess. But I was not in into it. And I've seen a couple of them, but I like his stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like the Billy Madison. And, yeah. And uh, Happy Gilmore, those are so good. Yeah, Waterboy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They'll still have a, some fun to it. Did but... you see him? I, maybe this is the movie that you couldn't finish, but uh, knowing you, I don't think this would be the one. Uh, the Do-Over. No, that's with a bunch of those guys. So Adam's... No, no, no. no. Er... Adam Sandler. No, 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 that's not the one, I don't think. Yeah, you, have you seen it? Yeah, I think I've seen it's... that one pretty funny it's yeah. it's dirty <laughs> it's not <laughs> not appropriate for children but uh yeah I, I can appreciate that that kind of stuff um but yeah sometimes those those movies i yeah i i have a hard time unless 
you know, unless I know that there's not going to be politics associated with it, you know, especially now with things. Well, you know, especially, you know, when Trump was still in office and, and there were a lot more like political divide and it was like really harsh political divide. I think some of that stuff is sort of dampening a little bit, um, depending on, it's you know, what, what, yeah, smoldering, what news network, uh, you're, you're watching. But I also think that some people are just really burned out and they pay less attention uh, to stuff now. Yep. I've just been paying a lot of attention, which we'll have to get back to another show. Mm-hmm. And God only knows what fun stuff we'll have by our next show on it. But those UFOs have been very fun for me lately. Mm, yeah, yeah. But, just more and more stuff coming out. You know what? Let's let's uh, add that to our our show list again mm-hmm. because uh, I did enjoy the. Oh gosh, I can't remember what episode it was. Um, quite a few episodes we talked about Bob Lazar and, right. and UFO um, experiences there. So and, you know, this kind of stuff really kind of makes you look at, hey Bob, mm-hmm. I think you were kind of onto something. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's a lot more um, uh, Air Force stuff going on, mm-hmm. uh, some Navy footage and uh, yeah, and, and some interviews. But so. the interesting thing about it is, I could be wrong about one of them, showed some amazing things, and it was released, but I think it was, I'm going to get this wrong, I'm sure, but like a 2006 or 2016. I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't like earlier this year. This is like, I could say years ago now. Yeah. Who knows what's going on now? If, if it was five years ago and then now they're releasing it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Where's the rest of the fun? You know. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe we should add that to our next podcast. Yeah, that's a- that'd be good. Yeah. Well. Uh, okay. Well, we'll leave it at that. Uh, those of you listening, again, share this episode with others. We'd appreciate that. And you can always find more information about us uh, at nevertoserious.com. You can send us voicemail at anchor.fm and mailbag at nevertoserious.com. Send us a little email. Maybe we can. Um, I don't know, host uh, what like a, a a reading of listener mail? Would yeah, that be something? That'd be that'd great. Be I would. And yeah, if, if they had any other ideas of a show, we would take them up on that. Yeah. Yeah. So um want to just do a quick thank you to producer Ethan. Uh, I know he doesn't get much credit, but I do appreciate his help on the show. Yeah, so. I do too. Okay. Well, we'll leave it there. And uh, until we see you next time, take care. Yeah, be safe.